Last week on Musr Minutes for Parshas Vayigash, we used the Musr of Yosef HaTzadik and an insight from Rav Chaim Shmulevitz to explain the true goal of Musr. What, in fact, is one trying to accomplish when they communicate Musr to someone else? Well, this week for Parshas Vayichi, I wanted to use the Musr of Yaakov Avinu to try to understand and explain when is the most appropriate time to communicate words of Musr. Now, you may be thinking... One second, Parshas Vayechi, I see when you've uploaded this recording, it's no longer Parshas Vayechi, Shabbos has passed, and we're already looking ahead towards Parshas Shemos, so isn't it a little bit late? And the answer is, well, let's see. Is it ever really too late to give Musr? Is it ever possibly too early to communicate appropriate words of Musr? And when, in fact, is the appropriate time to give Musr? Now, that might vary and depend on the circumstance and situation. We might intuitively think, and it may sometimes be true, that time is of the essence, that if someone is living in sin, then we better speak up and act now, because if we don't, that'll be on our account. We've got to stop them from living in sin. But more often than not, if you give mustard too early, it will, in fact, fall on deaf ears. That the person who had just committed the sin, or the person who is living in sin, for whatever reason that they are committing that sin, they simply won't be ready to hear the words of Musser. And the question is, how long do you wait? Now, if you look at Rashi, not in Parshas Vayechi, but all the way at the end of the Torah in Parshas Devarim, the final book of the Torah, Rashi tells us that Yaakov Avinu waited all the way till the end of his life, to give Reuven the Musr that he needed to hear for the misdeed that he had committed. And in a similar vein, Moshe Rabbeinu did the same thing, waited till the end of his life to give Musr to the Bnei Yisrael. Interestingly enough, Rashi himself waited all the way till Parashas Devarim to tell us about the way Yaakov gave Musr to Reuven. And it makes you wonder, why? And the answer, Rashi explains, is that there is a genuine fear when it comes to giving Musr, a genuine concern that we must have. And that is because of the power of words of Musr to push someone away as opposed to bringing them back and correcting them. Musr given in a way that's not sensitive and perhaps not at the right time has the power to, again, keep someone from coming back and pushing them in the absolute opposite direction. Because a person who hears the words of Musr and they are not ready to hear those words, they may take it as a means of rejection and not as a means of correction. And the fact that Ruvain on his level, Yaakov felt there was a concern, Rabbi Vigdor Nevensal explains that this has to say something to us. That if there was a concern that Ruvain might feel rejected and completely leave the Derech Hashem of Ratzon Hashem and Avodos Hashem, then how much more so should we be concerned about each other and what our words of Musr can do to someone else? Now, I don't know if this means that we shouldn't communicate the words of Musr, but the question of how long should we wait? The answer might be till the last possible moment. What has to be accomplished? What has to happen before we communicate those words of Musr? At the very least, you should wait long enough that there can be a relationship that's established between you and the other individual to whom you're going to communicate those words of Musr so that they understand that 
the Musar is coming completely from a place of love and concern. A place not of just criticism, but a place of care. Not just because they did the wrong thing, but because they should be able to come back and do the right thing. And that does not just happen overnight. And it does not just happen the moment that you see someone do the wrong thing. I once heard that if a message is true and appropriate to hear, if it's emistic and it's Ratzon Hashem and it is the Ratzon HaTorah, if it's true and relevant today, it's going to be just as true and relevant tomorrow. Sometimes we think that as soon as something occurs, whether it's something that happens in the community or it's something that happens between individuals, whatever it may be, whatever the Avera was in question, we think that we have to address it right away, that we should say something when it's ripe, say something when it's still hot. And often that's the wrong thing to do. Often it needs to sit a little bit, it needs to wait. And if the community needs to hear it, if the individual needs to hear it, if it's true today, it'll be just as true and relevant and important for them to hear tomorrow. And that's why it should be something that we should feel comfortable enough to sit on it, not to forget about it, not to think that it doesn't matter, but to wait for the recipient to be an appropriate recipient, for the recipient to become a proper receptacle for those words of Musr. And what this might tell us as well as recipients of that Musr not just the communicators and the ones delivering the Musar, but what we must do for ourselves, what it must take for us to become appropriate recipients of Musar, people who are willing to hear words of correction, not just criticism, but words coming from care and concern. And even if they are perhaps not, even if that relationship has not been established, not to immediately feel those words that may sound like words of rejection, and reject those words ourselves, but to prepare ourselves to be receptacles of that muster. It could be the words were communicated to us at the wrong time, and that's okay. Just like it's important for a communicator of muster to sit on it and to wait till the right moments, perhaps we need to hold on to those words. Maybe not at the moment that it's being said to us, especially if it's the wrong moment, but not to just reject those words. Hold them off on the side and come back to them. Even though the person who communicated the Musar is perhaps wrong on many levels, but on what level are they right? And Maybe there's something for me to gain from those words. Maybe there's a place of correction in those words and not just rejection. Maybe there's something I can gain from it. Once again, the timing for Musar really is always important, always relevant, but not always ready. But again, it will be relevant tomorrow. And therefore, it's really never too late for the right message to come out. Yes, a lot can happen between now and tomorrow, and maybe the Avera will continue. But as long as the recipient's not ready, as long as we are not ready, the Musr's not going to make an impression on us. So we see the responsibility and the need for the readiness of that recipient. And that's a message for both us as communicators and us as recipients of that Musr.